0: ISIS Audiobooks presents an unabridged recording of A Capital Crime, written by Laura Wilson, read by Sean Barrett. The moral right of the author has been asserted. This performance is owned by ISIS Publishing Limited. 1950 Chapter 1 Metropolitan Police Telegram, 30th of the 11th, 50. THE FOLLOWING TELEPHONE MESSAGE RECEIVED FROM POLICE, Murtha TIDVILLE, TELEPHONE 541, BEGINS, A man named John Wilfred Davis has come to this station this afternoon and stated that on the 7th of the 11th, 50, at 10 Paradise Street, W.C., his wife had a miscarriage at that address, after she drank some liquid which he obtained from a lorry driver some time previous at a café in Ipswich. During the night of the 8th of the eleventh fifty, between 1 a.m. and 2 a.m., he disposed of his wife's body down a drain outside the front of that address. He handed his 14-month-old child to a man named Norman Backhouse at the same address, who stated he could have the child taken care of. He also sold the furniture and left the address. Will you please cause inquiries to be made? A written statement has been taken from Davies ends, forwarded for necessary actions on directions of Chief Superintendent. Detective Inspector Stratton closed the door of his superior's office. He stood for a moment staring at the piece of paper, and then he looked out of the window, where the end of November morning sun was struggling, feebly, to shine through a sooty yellow blanket of smog that had turned the West End sky the colour of a dirty duster. Over four years after the war's end, sunshine seemed to be rationed in line with pretty well everything else, apart from the grime and drizzle through which the weary citizens moved, herd-like and damp mackintoshed, or shuffled, grumbling, in perpetual queues. Stratton felt every day of his forty-four years, and then some. He'd had a cold since the middle of October, his chillblains were itching like buggery, and the last thing he wanted was a walk. If only he could lay hands on a pair of shoes that kept out the wet. He scanned the telegram again, shaking his head, and went to find Sergeant Ballard. The sergeant was at the front desk, attempting to calm down an obviously drunk woman whose ravaged face beneath the rouge had an ominous greenish pallor and who was missing the high heel of one shoe. Spit flew from her mouth as she berated motherly policewoman Harris who had brought her in, "'the words spilling out loud but sloppy. "'Take your hands off me, you lesbian! "'What's the problem?' "'It's Iris, sir,' said Ballard. "'She'd been making a nuisance of herself again. "'Despite the fact that his face was scratched "'and his dark suit was smudged with chalky powder "'where the woman had stumbled into him, "'he still managed to look as smart as paint. "'That, thought Stratton, "'was also how you could describe most of the local tarts,' Was certainly better dressed than the rest of the female population, except for the odd one like Iris Manning, who was clinging on by ragged fingernails to the Soho beach it had since before the war. Iris was one of their regulars, drunk, disorderly, soliciting, and once wounding another girl in a fight over a punter. Hearing Stratton's voice, she turned unsteadily, supporting herself on the desk, and tottered in his direction. "'Stradden, detecting the odour of decay and stale perfume, "'stepped smartly backwards. "'Inspector, you'll help me, won't you? "'I haven't done nothing. "'It's all a mistake. "'Won't you help me? "'I'll make it up to you.' "'Shuddering inwardly at the idea of this ghoul, "'drunk at that, being let loose on his private parts, he said, "'That's very nice of you, Iris, and I appreciate it, "'but I'm afraid it's out of the question. "'You'll be much better off here.' But it's her, Iris wailed, pointing a grubby, trembling finger at the policewoman. She's always had it in for me. No, she hasn't, Stratton exchanged glances with Miss Harris. She's got your best interests at heart. Now you be a good girl and go quietly, and I'm sure, he grinned encouragingly, that she'll make you a nice cup of tea. Behind her, Harris grimaced, and Stratton made an apologetic face at her. Iris Manning, still looking mutinous, allowed herself to be led away, limping. Thank you, sir, said Ballard as they left West End Central. That was getting nasty.